on this episode of Puros Minus, bro, we talk about another UTEP football loss, but we get to speak about UTEP basketball starting on Tuesday, defending the dawn. Puros Minus, bro. And welcome to Puros Miners, bro. Mondo the Monster Dina along with Alex Nicolás. A very exciting time of year, not only because in high school football, we're starting to get close to the last week, getting close to the playoffs, but UTEP basketball is upon us this Tuesday. Uh, but what's going on, bro? How's your weekend going? It's going I, just, good. I just got back last night. What time did y'all get in? Uh, I think it was 10... Ten something, man. Nice. That's nice. But it's still better than getting here at three a.m. Oh yeah, that's nice. I'll nah, tell you that. I, I love the fact that we're playing day games now for the rest of the year. No, I'm having a good weekend. It's oh, always yeah, softball Sunday is a beautiful day for me. Always dropping bombs today. Yeah, good for you. Um, sad to say that um, the UTEP season will officially end uh, against Rice uh, at the end of this month. Your, but it is hi- what it is. The hype for your bowl eligibility ended what about thirty yeah. seconds into the ball game Sunday? Thirty? Se- how does that happen? I don't understand. I mean, I do. I believe me. I, I actually understand a lot how that happens. And I can tell you right What's off the, the bat. Man? <laughs> well, literally, what happened is that you know, first of all, you go into North Texas, and I thought it was great facilities. You know, it's a great stadium. Oh yeah, you know? beautiful stadium. One uh, but the one thing I did say because Tyshu did ask him in the air, what do you think about the stadium? He's like, well, I like it, like it a lot. But they like because on one end, on I think it's on the. Um, on the south end, uh, they have like a, it looks like so because it's funny because this is the first no this is how it was last year. Every wherever we went, well, as soon as we landed at the airport, we'd go straight to the stadium so the players could police see. Police escort, of course. Ooh. The only place we didn't get a police escort last year was in Las Vegas. It was like yeah, I ain't big time enough yeah, for that. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Uh, you know, uh, plus it's like, there's a lot of stuff going on in Vegas. There's a fight that weekend too, I think. We, uh, nah, we there. No, no, it wasn't. No, no there's some other stuff going on. Uh, but anyways, l- last year, every, whenever we landed, we'd go straight to the stadium so the players could see it and it'd be cool because the spot, the, uh, yeah, the donors or sponsors or whatever. Sometimes these people are involved. They get to go to the couple of games, so they get to see the stadium like the day before and and things of that nature. This year, uh, we'd be going straight to the hotel, and then the players would go to the stadium without us. Um, but this was the first time that they included us. We went, st- and and I understand why because the stadium was literally on the way. To yeah, where we're staying at the embassy suites, like you could live from the stadium, you could see the embassy suites. We're like maybe, uh, realistically, we're like maybe only like a mile away because you could see it. But to get to the stadium, the way it is there in Denton, it's like five minutes, seven <laughs> minutes, or whatever because of the traffic. Uh, so, anyways, I saw the stadium. The stadium was nice, you know. For, for like I said, the one side, I was there with a couple of players, and we're talking about the stadium. We're like, man, what's that over there? Because it looks like an M. Yeah. Some some players are like, well, it looks like an M. What's the M for? So we started like discussing about like what what it could be, whatever. And then I go, well, maybe it should be just left to your own interpretation, what that means, and things of that nature. So when I talked to Tyson, now it's supposed to be like an eagle wing. I'm like, what? <laughs> then how come not have it on the? I think I, I think it would have been even cooler if it was on the other side as well. Yeah. Then it'd be like, oh, well, I get it. It's like wings, you know, like yeah. the eagle spreading its wings. But it's only on one side. And then the other side, you have the jumbotron, things of that nature. But nonetheless, uh, and I do have to talk about this because it was very odd. 
There's a lot of spiders there. <laughs> really? A lot. And what I mean, a lot of spiders is that, and I got I do like the, when I was testing out my microphone and things of that nature, about maybe three hours before kickoff, because that's how early we get there. There was a, 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 a big brown spider like this. I'd say like the size of a quarter, a little bit Dang. bigger, maybe like the size of a half dollar. Wow. You know, and it was one of the brown ones. Um, now, I don't know if that's a brown recluse. I, 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 I don't know, but it was it was a big spider, dog. I ain't going to lie to you. But, of course, I, I decided to, today you get to live, my friend. It is not upon me to <laughs> pass judgment on you. So I let the spider leave, you know, whatever. But then, like, throughout the game, you know, like, when you go somewhere or, like, when you're, like, with, not, like, with a lady or whatever, but, like, there's hairs, you know, yeah, like, yeah. strands of hairs. And sometimes you you're, feel like, it, you're like, you feel like, what's that? It's a strand of hair. And that's how it was, like, for a lot of the game on the silence. I'm like, what's going on? Like, it feels like... Like if I have hair, like whatever, it was spider webs. That's crazy. Not only spider webs are coming from, because it's like you know, like when they when they throw confetti, and you see it flying around, yeah. and I'm like, but like all of a sudden, you what? Where is this coming from? That's is there like crazy. a is there a spider a high, high up there, like just like throwing spider webs like confetti? I mean, because and and it just wasn't in one particular part where I was standing on the sidelines, it was consistently from one end of the sideline all the way to the other end That's of the sidelines. And then I was like, man, this is just crazy. What's going on? And then when we're at the airport, you know, cause it took like five hours for it to screen. Okay. I, I, I am lying. It took an hour and a half to screen <laughs> everybody get on. And that I am not exaggerating right. upon, you know, but I looked outside and I saw the spider webs again, but not, but what I mean is like the long strands. Yeah. Like it's like we can it see was it. Weird. Like we could see it. With yes. like, a, like a glare or something. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 You like like imagine like you see like a like you know like you see like a piece of string or something like that. Like like imagine if you see you, you know see, see, see when you see hair like flying yeah. like with something like that's what it looked like. Sure, and even at, web, the, at the even at the even at the airport because <laughs> I was I was talking to. Uh, the two guys were sitting next to me. One of them was Jensen. I was like, look outside. You see the spider webs like on the field. And I talked to some other people like, what's with the spider webs? Like, I know it's weird, huh? That's crazy. It, it was weird. That's that the weirdest wild. thing that I've seen at a stadium. Besides them being down 30 sec and 30 seconds, 14, you know, I you, mean, you know, we, we predicted this game pretty on point. You know, we both you, were, yeah, we, you did, you know, I, I figured UTEP would be between 20 and 25 points. North Texas would be 45 and 50 points. I didn't expect that start though. No. Um, you know that start, the, the the opening kickoff. Really, you know, I'm, I'm settling in. Just got done from the sack, uh, calling a high school football game. Feeling a little positive, you know, feeling a little positive about you know UTEP and, and North Texas and their struggles. And you know that went right out the window right away. Um, you I, know, it, it, it's the same thing with this team over and over again. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you know now it's to it's to the point where now you're looking ahead to the future. You know, yeah, and really that's exactly that's and, and, and what's going to be. You know, thing. going back to this game, though, I mean, that that start really, if we've talked about it when we've talked about it and we've talked about it. Oh, we've talked about it. Sound like broken records. Um, you know, this UTEP team has to play perfect, and that's from the opening kickoff to the end. Um, that emphasis of that, you, you're the, you know, you're not really seeing it um, because of these slow starts. Um, you know, the defense is just it, it's continuing to just you know spiral. To a point where you know this is could be one of the worst defenses in, in the nation. Um, you know, considering the the strides they had made right, last exactly. year, exactly. And, and even know, even at, and even, I know even I know I know, and I know they have injuries, but at this point, every team has injuries, 
and a lot of people like want to like right away people are mad at coach dim and but at the same time like you got to start looking at his staff and at some point and i know a lot of people hate it when people do this but at the same time you got to hold some of these players accountable as well like are you paying attention in practice are you really like following your reads did you get confused because you know you have a quarterback there um mason five. mason uh with uh just a tremendous arm and we we talked about that you have a four-year starter you know he's he's very durable you're all gonna, world you, guy you're gonna hit him and he's gonna do it. by the way did you see his post-game press conference yeah, that was pretty funny as a dinosaur you know that's that's actually pretty hilarious but good for him to the to the victors that get the spoils they get to make fun of stuff the way they want to so but mason fine is just like his name de- de- describes i mean he did a tremendous more than fine he did a tremendous job and you know he uh he picked that utep secondary very quickly the first play touchdown now when they kicked off to utep we're like okay let's see what we can do you know and then walter don decides to bring it out and then he just got popped like popped and i mean pop 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 he, and then the ball came out then mason finds like hey you know like you you you, you build that confidence because you talk about two teams with confidence issues you know, North Texas, they're very, we talked about this. They're going to be very upset at the way they lost the, the previous week. Right. So they had something to prove. And Mason Fine scores a touchdown in the first play. Cause that's like, I mean, even like, just imagine this when you're playing video games. And by the way, there's rumors that they're going to start the college games again because since they I might hope. start playing players again. But you know, when you're playing Madden or something like that, if you score in your first play, you're all jacked up. Now imagine what happens in real life. Yeah. And that's literally what happened. And then the next thing you know, you get the ball like the, the next play, and then you throw another touchdown pass in the very next play. I mean, you're already 14-0 at that 30 seconds. You're like, your confidence is skyrocketing, and you know you're going to win this game. And it could have been worse if it was not for a UTEP drive, you know, that scoring drive that UTEP had. You know, that was a 12-play, five-minute drive in the first quarter. It, when you take away that drive, North Texas is probably leading 35-7 to after and, the first quarter. And, and that's the one thing you got to say about uh, Kyle Oxley. You talk about people trying to be consistently. The one thing I will say about this UTEP football team where they've been consi- consistent for two games it was the penalties because uh, this time Donny had four penalties for twenty four yards. Uh, last last week Donny had three, so they've been consistent there. But I thought Kyle Loxley was consistent in the first half, especially that first drive you're talking about. You know he was poised. Yes, they got lucky because he he threw one. It was tipped. It, it should have been intercepted. But Justin Garrett was there. Justin Garrett had a hell of a game. I'm telling you this right now. He did. He's the one guy I could tell in the field he's just balling and he was ready all the time. You know, uh, but. It is what it is, man. You know, I mean, this is a team that we we knew was going to struggle against a team like this. And you talked about it, Alex. They got to play perfect. And obviously they didn't play perfect. And then now the writing is on the wall for the seniors. You know, they're either going to ball out. But the way they're going to, you know, talk about. let's be honest. You know, like you talked about, it's time to look into the future because these, yeah. these freshmen now that – the thing that, that I think find interesting about this the situation with the freshmen is that it doesn't have to be the last four games. You can put them under whenever you want, but it's four games. Mm-hmm. But now you got the last four games, so like, what are we, you gonna do? I asked them straight up. I asked them straight up. Look, everybody's gonna ask you, so let's just just at the post game press conference. You know, he said, yeah, yep, you know, they're, they're gonna play Dion. I did learn something though, um, watching this UTEP offense. Uh, they're just hamstring with with the lack of talent at quarterback. You know, Kai was great. Kai, you know, Kai, I wouldn't say great, but Kai was consistent. That's a good word that you use. He was consistent. But there we there's no deep field threat. 
you know, you don't see UTEP. They're, they're unable to throw the ball downfield. That would be a very big dimension um, and make this UTEP football team a lot better. But, you know, with Kai's, you know, inability to throw downfield consistently, that's the only inconsistent thing that he has in his game. But you can tell the coaching staff is trying to keep it really simple. Um, getting guys like Justin Garrett involved, 11 catches, 77 yards. Um, other than that, I mean, no other wide receiver. You know, Jacob Cowing really kind of disappointed me. There's a third down pass that he dropped. He um, should have caught that. Should have caught that To, to one. give Kai credit, he put it right in the money, and, and he, he should have caught that. That would have been a first down. And he and he has potential. You know, you just you're not seeing the inc- you're seeing very very inconsistent things with Jacob Cowing. I personally think you got to get him in the weight room because that to me that that's strength. That's just natural man strength. You know, and not you take away hands in that situation. Situation. You know, your natural man strength should be able to make that catch with withstand that hit. That's football. You know, that's a, any coach will tell you that. Um, and that was disappointing. But other than that, I mean, you do. When we talk, we saw Jason, uh, Jason Garrett. Look, I'm already thinking about Monday uh, night. Justin Garrett. Justin Garrett. We saw him in, in the in, in the fall really step up on the short passing routes, and he's a he does a great job of, of when he stems his route of getting his hands away from his body to make a catch. And that's something that that impresses me with him is that his hands don't stay close to his body. His hands are able to move out and he catches it with his hands on those short routes and he's going to be a, a very very good uh security blanket you know going forward next year i believe he still has a year left yes. if i do if i'm not mistaken so um you know i was excited for him last year i think he took a red shirt last year um and then now he's coming out this year um and, and, and playing great uh for utep you know particularly last week but I, that's what i learned about kyle oxley you know and this offense is that you know the dynamic ability of this offense it's, it's just not going to be there trayvon hughes had another really good game um you know we've been talking about getting him involved more in the offense also josh fields you know josh fields you know he's not a kick returner let's say that you know that's got to be adjusted but you know i I, I want to return see, a couple though. Yeah, and I, and I want to see him get more touches. You know, I thought, but Trayvon was the hot hand, so you go with him. Yeah, you got you. Um, but now going forward, what? now that your personnel opens up, like you mentioned, yeah, and that's going to be the big question. So when you guys talked to Demo um, on the broadcast, he was at first he was like, yes. You know, he kind of gave, but then he had and, to and like then slow he reverted. everybody. He, but so, it's, it's like he had to like, yes, he's going to play, but it. I can kind of translate like, like when. Because I wasn't going to ask him because I knew Tyshire was going to ask him, but I kind of told them right before, hey, we're going to straight up ask you about the new guys, the young guys. So, again, he was like, I, 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 everybody's going to ask me that. So, <laughs> when Tyshire asked him, this is basically if I can translate what Dem said. He says, yes, he's going to play, and he talked about it, but then he goes, in other words, like, he's going to play, but slow your roll. It right. doesn't mean he's going to start. We got to find uh, situations to put him in. Like we might get him in in the punting unit or something like a special team to see what he can do, and then little by little we'll put him into the regular, like kind of like the deal with Ray Flores. Yeah, I'm and, assuming. And and how how we look at it if it is you know you're looking at you go back to you know last week. Let's just say you know UTEP gets that. You know, that the final couple of drives that UTEP had in there, you know, going back to the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Well, Dion may play be a third down back. He may go in for one or two, one of his specialty plays that he's been showing that he's good that he's good at in terms yep. of running the football. But not only that, now for not just Deion Hankins, but other guys, now it comes to okay, so how are you gonna practice during this week to earn that playing time? Um, because Dion is Dion, um, because he's a, a three star guy, that's not gonna get him on the field. He's gotta continue to work. And it's the same thing with all the younger guys on offense and on defense for this week. Isaiah uh, I keep calling what call him Isaiah Hardison. Gavin Hardison. Gavin Hardison. 
same deal with him. You know, I think that's going to be a big factor is how these kids practice, how these kids go about their preparation um, well, I, to it, get into those it, situations. It, it, but I, I, I think they're going to be ready. I, I, I would like to see Dion on a cover team. I would like to see Dion on a kickoff cover team or a punt coverage team, um, you know, even a punt return team, just to kind of, to, like, you know, we talked about here with, with Coach Tony Grohal before we got in here, just getting your pads touched by somebody else, yep. getting that contact, getting that sweat, um, getting that experience little by little. So I, I think that's how you, I think that's how Demo kind of plays it i think more so you'll see them you'll see the, the young freshmen kind of be thrown in on special teams first and then late in the game you know god forbid there's any ugly blowouts like like there's been the past couple of weeks you'll see Dion get a couple of series in there at the end maybe get a carry or two um you know looking at, at seeing who else that you know that that's going to be the, the the interesting thing too is who else yeah. are we going to see are we going to see a, a tj goodwin well the thing you with know, tj it, and they keep saying this i, I think of, of all the guys of the freshmen that we want to see i think tj is the one that might not get in only because of his size yeah you know, because He's got a lot of work in that they department. they they need to get him in the weight room, and this is what well they all the people that tell me, but who knows they might throw him in to see what he can do. You know, because I mean you kind you, you kind of feel for TJ Goodwin because he graduated early. You know, technically he should have still been in school all like in in May. You when know, the, during the spring, when yeah, during spring the spring. Ball. You know, but he was already in campus learning the offense and wasn't able to get in there. Um, so I think of all of them, he's got the, the, the biggest challenge to, to get on the field on Saturday or for the rest of these four games that last in the season. But uh, I, I definitely think we're going to see, I can guarantee we're going to see Gavin Hardison, you know. But when it comes to Dion, I kind of like, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, you know, Trayvon's going to start. But, hey, I mean, you've had Josh in there. Let's let's put in let's put in uh, Dion in there when you're supposed to put in Ray. You know, you put in Dion or like just see like – in other words, let me like kind of like I want to see what Dion can do with the first unit, not with the second unit. Right. You know, just to see what he can do. And I mean, other things I'm looking at too is you know looking at other guys that can possibly be worked in. Uh, Q Workman, Contavious Workman. We saw him a lot when we, when we were yeah. we went up to fall camp. He was working with the the twos and the threes. Um, obviously, he's taking a a red shirt this year, but that's a six five receiver that can play in, into your future. Um, the defense on the defensive side, UTEP needs help at linebacker. Do we see a Jerome Wilson Jr. Um, you know make an appearance over the last f- uh, couple weeks? Um, going in the secondary, Michael Brassard, Carrington. Mitchell um do those guys get looks and at the secondary because that secondary now you know you're getting to a point that secondary where it, you and you said it right where guys it, it's not so much coaching you're looking at personnel that's struggling yep. out there and so you know that's something that I also want to look at is to seeing okay who 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 wh- which one of those guys um you know because really you're looking at anybody else offensive line maybe Justin Myers um you know Tyson Wilson's already a redshirt freshman he's already on the roster so you know there's a handful of these guys and I mentioned them Carrington Mitchell and Michael Broussard, um, you know, the linebacker kid, Jerome Wilson, and then Q Workman, along with with, with uh, Deion Hankins. I think those are the group of guys yeah. that, that you'll probably see be mixed in here and there. Um, none of these guys are going to get thrown in the fire right away. No. I, you're not going to see that. No, if anybody it's, does, it's Gavin Hardison, but due to an injury. Correct. And uh, this is a huge opportunity for these players to see what they're made of. Uh, because last year there was a kid. And he wasn't playing. He'd travel with the team, and he'd be the loudest cheerleader. He'd be like, no matter what was going on, good or bad, he was always trained for their teammates. And he only got in the last four games of the season. And now he starts, and he got the first sack of the season for Utah. That's praise Amahuli. Amahuli. So, um, and he's one of my boys too. But uh, anyways, I I think it's a great opportunity for these for these freshmen to, to prove to the coaches what they can do. You know, and now we will see like, I mean, because let's be honest, 
now they're just playing for pride because yeah. before, like even last, even last night, you're still playing possibly like if you win this game, if you get on the roll, you're still going to end the season bowl eligible. People would be excited, but at the end of the day, you're not, you know, there's your season is going to end at the end of this month. When you play rice last home game, it's done. Se acabo, yeah. You know, Thanksgiving weekend yet again, it's over for the minors. So uh, now, I mean, you're playing now for pride. You're, you're playing, like you said, Alex, you're, you're, for the seniors that are still on this team, you're, you're playing for pride for uh, the freshmen. It's like, to say, hey, show you what we can do next year. also want to see if my Andrews guy, Jalen Joseph, gets into the mix as well. Shout out to them Eagles out on the north side. 79924, what up? And, um, first time they're playing Charlotte ever. Yeah, ever. And, and that's 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 going to be an interesting kind of angle because if they would have beaten North Texas – I think I would have been a little bit hype. I jumped on a little bit of a hype train. There's not a line yet, huh? I haven't. I can look right now while we're talking. But um, you know, if if they would have beaten North Texas last week, I would have been a little bit excited coming into this week because the next four games are games that you figure UTEP should compete in. Um, You know, not going to say the word win because this team doesn't know how to win. Let's just be real. Um, You know, but. There would have been some sort of excitement to see, okay, you know, can the unthinkable happen? You know, can this team put it together against three winnable or three winnable games? UAB, not so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at this weekend with Charlotte, you know, it's it's a tough road trip for Charlotte. I don't know if they've gone this far anywhere um, in their FBS career. I'm trying to think of my head of anything they they got. And it, it's same thing for UTEP when we go to the East. Are they Coast. North or South Carolina? They are Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina, that is correct. Um, I just thought about so that. you know, it, it, you bring that factor in, you know, th- you know that that long trip. But you know, their defense isn't as great as you know it should be. Um, I think the miners, you know, will have. Have a chance to be able to at least run the football somewhat successfully. Um, you know, just at this point with UTEP, you don't know what's successful and what's not. You know, you're looking at the stats from last week, and you can say, "Oh, well, UTEP put up you know 200 and some yeah. odd things of offense," but you know that game wasn't close. But that's a, um, that, that's a that's a like. I mean, yeah, because they were playing catch-up. Right, and so it's just real hard to gauge what you're going to get from this UTEP team week to week. Um, Charlotte is a 13-point road favorite. Well, actually, they opened up as a 12-point favorite. Most lines have jumped it up to 13 points in Charlotte. I kind of like that. I I think that's pretty fair. Um, I think this is a game that, you know, you'll see UTEP fight in this one. I think this is a game where UTIP can hang for a little bit, but it's still that offensive woes. You know, the three and outs, um, you know, the wasted drives. You know, you're looking at, at, at last week, um, you know, five three and outs last week against a defense that's not very good. Um, North Texas defense is, is not good, and, and it was a, it was an error apparent by some of the big plays UTIP generated, you know, not only just um, not only just on offense, but obviously the kick return. I think that has a lot to do yeah. with some of the defensive guys that, you know, are, are on that North Texas special team. Team and, Here, uh, here's the thing. I, I'm I'm now thinking about Charlotte. Like, I wonder if they come in on Thursday, because I'm looking at the map of the United States and like, yeah, it's pretty far from yeah. to go from there to to El Paso. Jump two times because uh, that that's farther from going from here to Florida yeah. for us. So I mean, know. it just I, you know, with this team, with this UTEP team, you know, I really hope that they can put this one together. Um, you know, to get a home win, it, you know, it, just to get a conference win. These are you know the Charlottes. The Rices, um, the UTSAs, um, you know, those are the teams that you're supposed to compete with, you know, and, you know, you're hoping that you can compete to beat them. Um, I don't see it, though. I I just, you know, I still see this team fighting in this one. You know, I'm going to go Charlotte 31, UTEP 17. We're going to jump into our predictions. But, um, 
Yeah, I said um like five straight times, but that's, that, that's because you, you don't be, because you don't know what you're getting from this UTEP team at this point, man. I, I I don't know. The most exciting thing is okay. When does 33 get in the game? You know, that's that's what you know. That, I mean, that, let's that's, be that's, honest. That's, that's this be the is the way they're going to sell it. You know, they're they're going to try to promote it. I know this is not the way it's going to be, but I mean, what it is for the true minor fan, you're gonna. All right, this season is done. Let's be honest. It really is. Yeah. You know, like there's no bowl game, no, none of that stuff. So now we got to look to the future, you know, and hope for the seniors to end their, their career healthy and on, on a positive note. And also we want to see what guys like Dion can do, what Gavin Hardison can do, and all the guys that you mentioned as well, because that's the one thing that's keeping me going to get excited about what I'm, what I'm going to see on Saturday. So that's there, it. There's something else that's exciting, though, too. Use that basketball. Minor ball. Minor ball starts <laughs> next <laughs> Tuesday. I need to put. I need to put a that that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so the regular season. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm using air quotes. You can't see it because you're listening. To then this why later do them, the dog? Well, because you can see. Oh, it. that's cool. So I appreciate the that. regular season starts Tuesday on the schedule, but the real season doesn't start till November 12th. But Look at this as, as kind of a third exhibition game. And this is how I'm going to spin this one. Um, UTEP's played two really tough exhibition games. You know, yep. Texas Tech and Grand Canyon, those are a Wait, that didn't happen. That's a secret. Uh, that, I mean, there's, there were pictures that were deleted, so it did happen. You know, they say Pixar didn't happen. I saw pics. It happened. Um, but now you're kind of going down competition. Uh, you know, I, I, I applaud, you know, Coach Terry for what he was able to get, getting a Texas Tech ex charity exhibition, all for a good cause. Not only that, but you got a good work. Um, you know, people started talking about UTEP basketball a little bit more with the victory. Um, and then, you know, you, you take care of a really good Grand Canyon team here at home. Obviously, there was no fans there, but um, you had to grind that one out. You know, you, you gave up a lead. You had to grind back. Now you have a team that, you know, you should really beat by 40 or 30 points. Uh, you know, Mexico Highlands on oh, Tuesday. Man, come on, dog. Give me like at least 20. Well, well, I was, but you know what? This team last year was a really good team. They made a run, um, you know, out of that Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. D2, but you said by they the should way. beat them by 40 points. Points. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Tranquilo. So they went 22 and 10 <laughs> last year, 14 and 8. They were the seventh seed. They went all the way and won their conference at the seventh seed. Right. They only returned one key player though, and they lost a head coach from that team. So you like. This is a rebuilding team. Now, they do have a really good guard, Raekwon Mitchell, 6'3 guard. Did start his uh, career as a JUCO. Then he played a year at Col uh, Colorado State. Averaged 20 and a half points last year. This boy can ball, 6'3 guard. Um, other than that, this this team is new. This is a whole brand new demographic for them. Uh, first, her first year head coach, Michael Dominguez, takes over the program. He was the associate head coach the past two years when they won 30 games. I like this. He's from New Mexico. So he's, an, he's, a, hees a native of our park here. He was a three-time first-team All-State selection and helped Cap Capital win the 4A state, ch state Championship in 2004. So just a couple years older than me. It's a 33-year-old kid, basically, man. Wow, in good sense, for him. Taking over that program. but um, And that's what I'm saying. And I'm not trashing the program at all. I think, you know, I have respect for D2s. But, you know, this team is this team is trying to mold it together. It's an exhibition game for them. So this is a good barometer for them to kind of see where they're at. UTEP, on the other hand, um, like I said, they should beat them by 40. I mean, this should be a game where you 
seen UTEP with a 91 to 50 win. Um, you know, because this is technically an exhibition in a sense. Now it counts for stats. It doesn't count in your RPI. Um, I know Ken Palm will count this for for their metrics and whatnot. But this is another game for Rodney Terry to kind of figure out his lineups. He can go different stretches with different guys. You can play two big men. You can play three guards. Hell, you can go four guards if you want to. Another one of those games where we can just kind of get guys experience. You know, get them ready because you know the real season starts. Like I said, November 12th against New Mexico State, and we'll go into an in-depth preview trying to get the next, next week. week yeah. Next week, our, our lives are turned crazy with the high school football playoffs. We're definitely yes. going to try to preview that New Mexico State game because I want to be at that New Mexico State game and watch. I that shall one. be at that game as well. Yeah. So, I, but but this one this week, I um, shall partake in buying. Purchasing tickets so I can get a T-shirt. Hashtag defend the Don. We'll talk about that in a second. But I- I'm excited for this particular game to see what kind of energy that the team comes out with. Um, they haven't played in a couple weeks. Have, I mean, I'm pretty sure they've been scrimmaging. And, and, you know, it's real quiet on that end. There's not very many feature stories coming out in the local media. You're not seeing people's faces everywhere. Uh, Ronnie Terry's been kind of quiet. I don't know if they've even had a me- meeting with the media in, in recent weeks. Of course uh, not. Weeks. Come on now. Um, I think he's going to be there tomorrow, though. So, yeah. So, oh, yes, right. I, I so think, I think have, he'll be tomorrow. Because we're recording conference. this on a Sunday. Normally, we we record the uh, the podcast on a Monday. But since a certain team from a certain place called Dallas is playing tomorrow, I can't do the podcast. Are you so. ready for some football? But yeah, so I mean, I'm excited to see the energy <laughs> of this team on uh, on Tuesday night. <laughs> I try to make it out there. I'm gonna try to make it out to, to, to get this one. I got to see these guys live. Um, but I want to see the the lineups that they play with. It's not about you know who they're playing. It's not about the score in this one. It's really about those segments, those three or four segments of the lineups when they're mixing guys in, who's knocking down shots, who's facilitating, who's rebounding, who's defending. That's really what I want to look at in this game, and it's continuing to mold your product. Yes, You have a week, really, and in that New Mexico State game, it should be a yeah. must-win game. Um, I don't think that you should well, go in it, that. Well, it's a, a must-win game, if I'm thinking as you are, for the confidence yeah. and also to – it's a it's a statement game. Yes, exactly. To show the the people in El Paso, hey, we are because once they beat Texas Tech, a lot of people are like, oh my god, you know Texas Tech, blah blah blah. So everybody everybody's super excited about this basketball team because they beat Texas Tech, right? And so now they got to solidify that by also beating the team that they haven't beaten in five five years or five tries or yeah, something like you, that. You, you took you took my, the statement I was going to make is because you. You got to step up to the level of New Mexico State. You know, New Mexico State has been the king of college basketball in this region. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, I don't even want to get into the Tim Floyd era, the struggles of that. I can go on for that on and on. It's another whole another podcast, but. For it will be a podcast for the rivalry. We will talk about the incident where they set us up. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, for the rivalry and for the excitement, for the confidence of this team. It's a must-win New Mexico State. It definitely is. This sets you up for that. It gets you in that mold. You get guys feeling good about themselves. You have a good week, good week of practice. Maybe even scrimmage for five or ten minutes on Friday just to get the juices going. After uh, I'm talking about later in this week after the, the game on Tuesday, a very important scrimmage. You know, on Tuesday, I keep calling it a scrimmage, but it's an actual game. But I think it's a very important thing for these guys to get out there, play somebody else, get a good sweat. Like I said, continuing to build what they're building, whether it's the lineups, whether it's just confidence and shot making. We haven't seen this this team in a couple of weeks. So, yep. you know, how they respond to that is going to be huge. I'm excited. One week away or a couple of days away from the real from the schedule season opener and that New Mexico State game. baby. Well, talk we to me about loaded. this. By the way, let me ask you a serious question. Sure. When do the games start on the plus? Those 
will not start until conference play. Man, as of right now, so you can save those five dollars until. Uh, I'm going to save. I'm going to because uh, I'm going to get the plus, but I'm going to wait until when they're on the road. Because unfortunately, I do not get to tra- travel with the basketball. But team, even though everybody always asks me that Houston game, uh, someone I, I'm having a feeling somebody will pick up that Houston game. That game. If not, I think that will be on the plus or ESPN three. I think you'll stream it through ESPN regardless. But uh, other than that, if I get the plus, do I get the threats? If you get the plus, you get the tres. All right, cool. If but do I get plus, the ocho? Yes. I think that's a, you know, you got to pay $3 for that. Ocho dollars for that. For the ocho? It's a joke. My bad. No, bad they're joke. actually creating the ocho. Oh, they are? Oh, I haven't been talking about You didn't know that. about this? I've been unless in the high like, football bubble the Unless, unless I saw, like, because I thought I saw for real that they're doing the ocho. It's going to be all this crazy stuff. Unless it was on April Fool's. I you, don't know. You know, yesterday is the first time that I watched college football not involving UTEP all year long. I was happy. I was ask proud of me, myself. Ask me when I watch a college football not involving UTEP. Nunca. Nunca. Not this year. Not yet. I haven't seen the whole game yet. Last year, the first game I saw a college football game that didn't involve UTEP was it wasn't until the SEC championship. And that was Georgia and uh, Alabama where, where Georgia blew it. Getting back to uh, college basketball It's all about quick, the though. defending the Don thing, though. That I like that. I, I like that defending the Don um well, how does that work? So what it is, the UTEP basketball team will square off with longtime rival New Mexico State on Tuesday, November 12th. UTEP is encouraging fans to pack the Don. They want a sellout. Uh, according to Rodney Terry, this is his quote, it's going to be a great matchup between two teams that are very talented and play very hard. That's true. Having been exposed to two games in the Battle of I-10 last season, I know how much this rivalry means to these two communities. We need El Paso to come out. Pack the dawn and provide us with a tremendous home court advantage on November 12th. End quote. I'm going to translate that as they really feel good about this chances, about winning. They want to even up the score like we're just talking about. Show up and, and, and show out. So what they're doing is basically it's a social media campaign uh, in a sense, but it also there's some perks there. Um they're trying to get their first sellout in the Haskins Center since February 2016. That was, you know, the first, you know, the first time they've sold out the the Battle of I-10 was back in 2004. That was with the Philly Rivera year, Omar Thomas, great year. I, I oh, Those years were just so much fun. I remember um, that. I remember that. I, I, went, I was a season ticket holder, Section N. Shout out to was Section that Richmond? N. Richmond, who did they play? What do you mean? What did they play that game, that first game? Uh, no, no, um, oh, four when they played in Mexico State. That was oh, the last okay, time they, my bad. yeah, that, um, so basically, what they're doing is, is they have their they're letting fans pick your seats and purchasing your tickets through defendthedon.com. Now, they want you to use the hashtags uh, on social media, defend the Don, hashtag defend the Don, and then they also, this is this is the sweet part, they also partnered with Nike. Finally, UTEP putting out some merch that they can make some coin off of that says defend the Don long and short sleeve T-shirts with the likeliness of the Miners Hall of Fame coach Don Haskins. The shirts will be available to purchase via a Nike store web link that will be announced. So UTEP, they're going all out, man. Um, you know, and, and, and I applaud them for that. You know, UTEP fans for years have been asking for, you know, Don Haskins memorabilia, basketball memorabilia. Basketball sells more memorabilia than football will until football's a winner again. That's just that's just the facts. We don't even got to go in to explain why everybody that listens to this podcast knows. 
it's good to see them do that. You know, to have this type of excitement for a big game. I hope everybody, I, I reading a tweet from our boy Steve Kapowitz saying that if you order it by a certain day, they would come in by that I opening on week. Monday or something. I think, yeah, like but that. I think you have but to have it in by tomorrow. Monday. Yeah, you might, you have to get that order in by Monday for that to be in. It would be great. It would be great to see six or 7,000 people rocking their Defend the Don shirts. I mean, New Mexico State fans have came into this building the past couple of years. They travel well. You know, they're, when, it, when, it, when the game has been blowouts, they're in there cheering all that let's get rid of that let's not let those fools come down south and, and take it over i really want to see uh people get into this it'd be great they're, you know this team is exciting we've been talking about it we've been telling you this um you know that's a great campaign and not only that you can get a sweet shirt man everybody loves a shirt man uh yes i'm looking at the shirt right now uh they the we have three different versions. One has got the. Um, what's the monster approved version, though? What's, uh, the, what's the one monster would be walking with a fine lady up the Haskins Center stairs? Ah, uh, hold up, because uh, like it kind of went away from me. I'm um, looking at the, because one of them has defend the Don and it's got a uh, like a picture of Don Haskins. It's it's orange and white. There was one of them. He's that got I shades on. Like. Was, I think it was that it's one. Probably. I didn't like that. And one. then it's a, the bear would never wear shades. No, and then um the uh the one in the middle that I'm looking at. It's the, the one of the iconic pictures where he's on the bench with his feet. That one's like the one that, that That's I the one. And then they have another one that says Defend the Don where it's a bear, and the bear is wearing the same glasses as the other Don Haskins picture is wearing. Yeah, so. the Don. The, the, but, the I mean, here's a question. Like, when I buy, because I, I literally, I'm literally on the website right now, and I looked into it, and I said purchase tickets now, so I clicked on purchase, and it just sends me to Ticketmaster. How do I get my T-shirt? True. How do I get my T-shirt? How do I get my T-shirt? Let's see if it's on here. Well, they said that. Well, the link hasn't been announced, so maybe there's another link. I don't know if Kaplitz has it on his Twitter. We'll find it and maybe tweet it out later in the week. I don't. Yeah, they. Well, that, apparently the shirts will be the shirts it would, separately. Yeah, yeah, the link hasn't been announced yet. Uh, right, maybe so on the fourth, then maybe tomorrow. It'll so be maybe out. you bought it. You show them how you, your ticket your receipt ticket or something like that. Do you, Let's see if we can see how many tickets have been sold. Oh, that, that I, I can tell you right now. There's like over six thousand left. Oh, wow! So that and, and you know how when, crowd is because when you when you go to the uh, website, like I'll show you right now. I'm on it. It tells you right there. Yeah, six thousand three hundred forty-five. This is Sunday. Recording this three p.m. So I think it sells th out. Then I think it's. Uh, You're gonna get four to five thousand walk up. I mean, every game usually there's you know. A week game. The maybe tickets started at eighteen dollars. That wherever. Oh, damn, they jacked it up for that. Yes, one. believe me, because I was. I mean, I was looking. I was looking at it, and I was like, "Well, are the tickets usually this expensive?" No, it's usually like ten, eight. Well, your upper, the upper copper. No, and that's it. that's where you're at. Look, I'm gonna show you. I mean, which? Is oh, like, I see. I see. There, yeah, there, I'm looking at it right here. There's nothing wrong. Look. Yeah. Well, you know. Show up and show out. It'd pay your eighteen, but it'd be worth I'm it. I'm gonna pay eighteen dollars. Well, actually, what like forty bucks? Actually, more like forty-two. Pass. I got a press. I got pass. a press pass. Come on now, you got a press pass. I won't go. How come you get a press pass and I don't get a press pass? Because I'm West Side connected, baby. You're West Side. <laughs> I'm East Side. Though. I thought you Northeast. Anyways, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I'll be there for the New Mexico State game. I will purchase. I will gladly purchase tickets, and I'll be hundred percent honest with you. Like. When it comes to, I love being on the field for the UTEP games and, and stuff of that nature. For the basketball games, I don't need to be courtside. I, I just don't. For me, it's not. I just, I'd rather be higher where I can see everything going on because kind of like when you're courtside, like you can't really see everything develop. Yeah. That, so that's, I kind of like to like, for when it comes to the basketball team, I kind of like to be a couple rows up, like at least 
20 rolls up or, or things like that. And even if I'm at the very top, I can see everything that's going on. So for me, it's well, not a big deal. When I was at Minor Rush, I really wish I could have sat in the stands, but I was a one-man show and I had to shoot too. I had to take yeah. pictures. So yeah, that, that was the only well, reason why I Well, apparently from what I hear, that's going to happen this year where some of the media that they're going to like, yeah. they're going to put I'll them up, up there. Like, up there. They can bring me a piece of pizza. I have, I can do, you, nah. bring me, you bring me something, piece of pizza <laughs> or something like that. Nah, I'm trying but to I do want I do want access to certain stuff because I would like to film videos and things of that nature. I don't want to be on the court, but I just want to have access to do some other stuff like yeah, the we'll post game press conference we'll, some, stuff we'll like have that. some we'll have some sweet stuff for basketball season but i don't know i mean you I'll think that i might bro. be able to i might have some connections there that they like maybe a lot of that but then long, again i don't know it's a long season it's a long season yeah we'll see uh but i do want to get the plus because i want to see these games in the room get the plus and get to the don um it. what was gonna say is that it that's it we can't end it like that dog. that's all i got that's all you got that's all i got i think that's all i got well i didn't get my youtube prediction What's the what's your spread? They're gonna they're 13. gonna they're gonna cover. Miners are gonna cover. Uh, I'm telling you, they do it. My oh, man, Dion's gonna score a touchdown. That's my prediction. Oh, orale. Hopefully, back door, back. If UTEP covers, it'll be a backdoor. Maybe it's that. De- maybe it'll be Dion's touchdown. There you go. There you go. As long as I'm, <laughs> I know, I just want to see what the, this team can do. Uh, like I said, now we look to the future. You know, I'm excited that we only have one road trip left. We don't know what time that game is going to be against UAB. UAB them announced it. Have no idea, but hopefully it's a TV game. By the way, how did the how did the the game look on the NFL Network? It was good. Um, I I just remembered. Tell me, then I'll tell you what it, I'm going to tell you. It, it was it was good. Early on, they had some audio issues with the with the uh, analyst. But other than that, it wasn't bad. It, it was enjoyable. They they you can also, tell they did kind of, it's kind of like what the the boys here locally have to deal with the ESPN Plus people. Yeah, and, and they did their research. A lot of the, you know a lot of the guys they, they you can tell they they took the time to kind of get to know um, the situation and get to know kind of the past. And you know there was a couple of things that maybe they said where it's like oh they were just being nice uh, because the scores out of the way. Like they said, UTEP has a great recruiting class coming in football. They have a decent recruiting class, not a great one, but of course you know that I you know I'm on the air too. I broadcast. You know how to spin. Stuff. Stuff, but yeah. other than that, no, I thought it was real good. I, I think I I, I I applaud Conference USA for locking down whatever TV deal it is, um, you know, because it's in the middle of the NFL, you know, a channel where people are going to go and watch. If that was a closer game, you know, you may have had your casual NFL fan that's waiting for NFL Network now to see, you know, who who's the just, fantasy yeah. studs are coming in next. Watch the end of a UTEP game, and you know, hey, you know, there's there's a little bit of exposure for you. By so, the way, I, did but, you did you see any signage for the NFL Network there on the, on the during game? the game? No, I didn't. No, you didn't because I, I'm going to tell you the story that I've said. You know, you got a big old stadium, the nice stadium, uh, Apogee Stadium there in, in Denton, Texas, home of the Von Erics. I'm, I know you don't get that, but a lot of the people, some people will get that. <laughs> it's a wrestling thing. Uh, legendary wrestling. Look it up. It's actually a very tragic story. Uh, world-class championship wrestling. Anyways, you would think, you know, that the NFL Network would brand the stadium, brand, the stadium, brand themselves. Do you want to know how big their sign was there at it was smaller than that? So uh, basically like the, the, the one that you had to put a miners, bro, which is I don't know what about something I, like, I, I yes, even, I, I, can't I, even I think that's a two by three for the people listening. I think that's a three by four, a three by four. I think I'll say that it was about a, a three. I'll say it's about three by four sign, Yeah, you know, but you think at least it'd be the NFL logo would be huge. No, everywhere. It was tiny. Huh. I, it was a, it was a tiny logo for the NFL Network, and I'm going to show you a picture. I know this doesn't translate to pop podcast, but 
It is what it is. Look how small oh, yeah. the branding that's, was that, for the NFL Network. And and was it in the was that, it on the far side of where the that press was box that, camera that, would that, be? So it, that, yeah, that was right right behind the the goalpost in oh, the uh, south you, end. And you're not gonna catch that. Come on, and yeah. but. I mean, they got they'll work on it. I mean, yeah. when they and they, but he, but because when they broadcast NFL games through the NFL network, usually is it like broadcast to like Fox or CBS, and they get the extra feed, or is the NFL well, network well, actually on, 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 it? on Thursdays? It's like a tag team thing, but like so it's the, this morning. Uh, the Texans that, was, that, play, that, that was all NFL. That was network. all NFL. On CBS. Unless they're showing that. it on CBS. Well, never did I because I mean, yeah, I'm like, why was I was at the morning, gym? So, yeah. uh, anyways, but I do have to brag. We're active Be- young men. I, I, I do like to brag because I was able to speak to Coach Demo before the NFL Network girl. That there it is. <laughs> That's the way he ended. Ended on a positive note. I, I scooped the uh, NFL Network and asked him. Why the team playing so bad? You know, so that's basically what she told them. Don't so, tweet us that question because we don't have the answer. Oh yeah, we need people to tweet. We'll give away T-shirts next week. Uh, All right, there you go. Put on the miners, bro. We out.